How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Dragon Slayer. There he is, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Jalen Johnson. Jalen is a premier player. Starting cornerback for your Chicago Bears. Jalen is just a real talk expert. He just tells you how he feels. 2024 Pro Bowl selection. He has had really his best year of his career. Picked off by Jalen Johnson. Johnson untouched for the touchdown. Well, and it's a little bit of the Deion Sanders effect when you're playing opposite of Jalen Johnson. Takes you inside the locker room after every Bears game. Jalen Johnson. Excited to be named to the Pro Bowl for the first time in his NFL career. Uh, unrestricted free agent coming up after this season. And he is in the building tonight. Excellent job. And a year that's been up and down for the Bulls cover, or Bears coverage team. He is by far their best cover corner. Your thoughts, Ruthie? You're going to be talking about this on Sunday, I imagine, too. Yeah, guys. Unfortunately, he's listed as doubtful for this game against Green Bay. Oh, but, man, go. this guy has been such a huge part of this team. And I have two words for you, Adam. Pay him. <laughs> he has earned it. They're without Jalen Johnson today, the pro bowler who's just been brilliant. Yeah. Jalen Johnson with Parkinson Spiegel. Yeah, they're, on 670, they're, the score. My goodness, we have so much to get to with Jalen Johnson today. It's sponsored by Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Also sponsored by Plumbers 911, <laughs> plumbing emergency. Call the plumbing professionals 24 7 1833. Plum 91. You can see him on our Twitch chat and YouTube stream. He's kind enough to join us on the hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. What's up, Dragon Slayer? What's up with it? How you living? We're doing very well, man. Uh, how are you, by the way? You told us 100% you expected to play. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just then, shoulder didn't come back the way I thought it would, but I mean, at the end of the day, I was doing everything I could to try to be prepared, to try to be ready. I just know that. My my shoulder just wasn't ready to go out there and, and, and play. I mean, it's still not. So just doing what I can and just try to get back healthy. All right. So we we were wondering whether that was when you because you said a hundred percent. Does that mean a hundred percent chance will play or a hundred percent you wanted to play? Yeah. Um, see, you guys got to be careful with the questions you ask because you ask me, do I expect to play? I expect a hundred percent to play. I expect to get back. I expect it to. Um, for my body to react the way it needed to, but I wasn't saying 100 percent that I was going to play. See, Jalen, no, he's... nah, you're a fun guy to interview. <laughs> you're a fun guy to interview. You may <laughs> realistically, it's like I can't ask. Even if I wanted to answer that question truthfully, I can't answer that question because it's like if I'm just saying, oh yeah, I'm not gonna play, I'm not gonna play. It's like, nah, I mean, you can't just give the packages. Oh yeah, just, just give them a whole week not to prepare for me playing. So I mean, at least. I'm sure they considered me playing, had a game plan for if I did play. So, I mean, it's you can't just, oh, yeah, I'm not playing. I mean, 
you you gotta you gotta play the game. So I mean, I can't just go on air and give my injury status in the beginning of the week. All right, did you know that you had made the Pro Bowl team before you talked to us last week? You damn right. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's not important. How come you couldn't tell us that? Because nobody had knew. So when I was when I was told, I was told not to tell nobody. So I'm honorable. I like to think I'm an honorable man. Mm-hmm. So I was keeping my word. So when you guys asked me. I was I was in a predicament, but a lot of love and respect for you guys. But I was just in a predicament where I had to keep it to myself. We understand. Right. I, 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 I for one understand being loyal to the coach of the organization over this interview. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> be, be loyal to five o'clock after Bears games, Jalen Johnson. Yeah. All right, how, how, all right, go ahead. But just a couple more things about missing the game, real quick, because yeah. because I'm wondering. It's a story all over the league, Jalen. Obviously, some guys play to protect. You know, some guys don't to protect an injury. Some some guys are playing looking for bonuses. Some guys are not playing for contract uh, reasons or things like that. Like, did this come up with you and your agent and the team as a decision, or was it strictly about injury? No, nah, it was strictly about injury. I mean, sure, I'd love to play and try to beat the Packers. I mean, like I said in the beginning of the week, I was – I mean, that, that's that's a game you want to play in, especially with opportunity to knock them out. I mean, there there, there was – to me, there was a lot to play for. I mean, sure, I'm – I'm pretty sure if he'd have threw some of the field outs to to me, I'd have, I'd have had a few interceptions. So I mean, I, I, that that was a game I, I I wanted to play in. That was a game I was trying to do everything I could. I mean, just at the end of the day, my shoulder didn't respond. I'm not I'm not a guy to just not play. Just think about other things. Like, nah, if my body's not in the best position for me to go out there and perform how I know I can perform. Then I feel like it's, it's not in my best interest or the team's best interest for me to go out there in place. So, I mean, I know for me, if I was to go out there in the condition I'm in now, I'd have been a liability. So, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I love to play the game. So, I mean, in any circumstance or situation where I feel like I can go out there and play and be myself, then that's what I'm going to go out there and do. Well, yeah, didn't think so, but wanted to clarify and get it on record. And then the other part, you just referenced it, man. They missed you, Jalen. Like that was, I think that was a very good day for the perception of your value as it turns out, because you think you would have made a difference? Oh, no, no, that's not even a that's not even a question. I know. I mean, I think I think I have I have a lot of respect for Jordan Love. We played against each other in high school. Knew him coming out of college, and of course playing against him this year. I just don't think he's throwing those field outs like that to like to to my side. And it's like I mean, those weren't just game changing plays, but I or game changing catches. But I know that. Those could have been game-changing plays that I know I, I would have made. Because, I mean, honestly, I was on the sideline freaking yelling, calling, trying to call him out before before the guy even got out of his break. So, I mean, if I was able to see it from the sideline, I know I would have been able to see it um, in, in in game time and game speed. But just even just overall, I think just my presence, I think there's – I think, honestly, it takes away certain – it takes away a lot of things, I feel like, for, for them. And, I mean, if, if it didn't, I feel like I would have had a field day. But I just think overall, I think just my presence being out there, the confidence for – just the team, the defense, I think it just adds and brings a different different level of energy and confidence out there too. And I mean, even I feel like is if like for I would say for the for the play calling as well. I feel like you can't or you you don't call the same don't call the game the same without I think my presence being out there. And I mean, even for a lot of high level guys, like you just things just are a little different without those guys. And I mean, or without high level guys. And I think it I definitely think I would have had a big impact on on that game, whether it was me making plays or me just being out there and taking away, I think, just a lot of size with him just not even throwing the ball there. So he, his numbers are impressive, and he's been playing very well. You said you know him going back to high school, and you have you have respect for him. But, you know, Bears fans for, 
I mean, I'm 36 years old, and for my entire life uh, that I can remember watching football, they had Brett Favre, first ballot Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers, first ballot Hall of Famer. And so I was trying to speak it into existence that this Jordan Love guy sucked. He clearly he clearly doesn't. Uh, what would you say to Bears fans about just how good the next Packers quarterback is, Jalen? I mean, I, I wouldn't say nothing. I mean, he, he's a good quarterback. I mean, at the end of the day, he still has a lot to prove. Those two names that you listed before aren't just aren't just anybody like you like you said. So I mean, he he still has a has a lot to I feel like mount up to comparing to those guys. But I mean, just right now today, I mean, he, I feel like he's a very solid quarterback. I don't think he tries to do too much. I think his simplicity, I think, gets gets the job done for them. They have a good running game. They got a good running back. They have. Uh, a good a good front. I think they do they do a good good job. I think just even Matt LaFour, I thought he called a heck of a game. He's I have always been a fan of how he calls the game. Um back to when Aaron Rodgers was there. And I mean just even now, I mean they don't have superstars on their offense, but they get the job done. So I mean I definitely give credit to LaFleur for how he calls the game and then Jordan, I think just managing the game. And I think that's really all it comes down to is hey, just get the ball where it needs to be. Don't do don't do too much. Don't turn the ball over. And I think that's when they have success. So I think he does what he's being asked to do. We're talking to Jalen Johnson, Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Uh, A lot of your teammates have talked today. It's been widely reported. Today was exit interview day. Can you tell us what your feedback was and how your exit interview went? (laughs) Uh, Can I tell you what my feedback was on my exit? Um... I would say, I mean, I'm gonna start with your second question. I think it went, I think it went well. I feel like just having an opportunity to go in and just, I feel like talk about what we think can, what we think can be better. I think from top to bottom, coaches. I mean, support staff, training room. I mean, it's all the way down to uh, the kitchen, the calves. So I mean, it just gives us the opportunity to try to improve things as a whole. I think for me, I think. Let me see how how I want to word this. Let me see how I want to word it. Take your time. Um, I think for me, honestly, just talking to just talking to Flutes, talking to um, Ryan, I think just a lot of it, I think, was kind of just some things that we can do better, maybe on the preparation side of it. Um, just going in week to week, I think we can just try to give us opportunities to really like hone in on details. I think, especially for me, like being in the secondary, offenses have their have their specialties and things that they do well, and I feel like if you for example, if you take a team that does a lot of jet motions and routes off of their jet motions, that's something that you got to practice because that's not a common thing that you just see. So I feel like um, an example that I was saying was, hey, like during practice, let's have times where the DBs can get together, the corners, safeties, even the linebackers. Hey, let's practice jet motions, how they get into jet motion routes, if they're jet motion in a bunch, if they jet motion um, to the single receiver side, just being able to cover and have opportunities to truly practice that and not just watch it on film and say, hey, this is what they do, but actually have time to to mess up at it to where when we do go live and practice, we do go get into the game. We've had multiple reps at it. We've messed it up. We've done it right. So we know what it feels like. Um, and just kind of taking that into so many different areas and levels, I think will do us, do us justice as well. But I think honestly, too, it's really just about management, just when to do it, how to do it, what days we can't do things like that on. I think that's I think where he comes in at and kind of taking that idea and then figuring out best where we can insert it. So, I mean, that's probably a small example of something that I mentioned 
Um, but I feel like that that's probably the most I can I can share. So so this was mostly with the coaches. This was not with Ryan Poles about contract stuff today, this exit? <laughs> nah, that's not it. I don't think I'm exiting, so I don't think that was me and him <laughs> exit, a true exit interview. Uh, okay, good. Well, you know, it's interesting to hear you talk about Matt Eberflus because it, it, it's it been a journey for you with this defense, hasn't it, Jalen? Yeah. Is is that fair to say? Because even yesterday, Matt Eberflus said Jalen's been great. He plays great, great cover corner, and he's bought into our system. Like, uh, and I remember back at the beginning, it was it's a, it was a little bit of a journey for you from how you were playing to then how you need to play with, with this system. Uh, it, how does it feel now at this point? Well, let's. I feel like we have to have a moment of clarity here. I think, I think what happened in the beginning wasn't me about wasn't about me not buying in. I think it was me being open about it and nobody else being open about it. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, is Jalen buying in? Is Jalen going to buy in? It's like everybody had the same. Me and me and everybody else were at the same point of buying in or not buying in, agreeing or not agreeing. It was. I mean, it was. It wasn't just like. Oh, Jalen's not buying in. Like, nah, at the end of the day, I respect the coaches coming in. So regardless if I like what they're what like what they're asking me to do, I'm gonna do it. And it's like for everybody in the system, you're just not going to just flip your switch from playing one way to just, oh yeah, I'm I can just play this way. No, you've been playing this certain way for your first two years in the league. And honestly, throughout my life, I didn't have to just come to the league and just play a different type of ball. So I mean, now going in it's just it's just an it's it's an adjustment that's i mean that that was all it was is me being open about the adjustment like did i like it did i just want to do it no but at the end of the day that's what i'm being asked to do so that's where it comes to being a professional and like no okay he's just doing what he's been asked to do because like if i wasn't asked to do it i wouldn't have done it so i mean just them demanding it it's like hey this is what the standard is this is what it is i got i was going through my first year trying to figure things out trying to figure out how to do it i mean i wouldn't even say the system as in, I feel like the it's principle, but just even learning the defense, trying to do this, trying to do that. You're kind of trying to learn so many different things. So it's like the first year was really a development year as far as the attitude, the mindset, how we do things, the defense, learning how to, what routes I can jump, what routes I can't jump, and different things within the system. So it's like now this second year, it's like, okay, we know the standard. It is what it is. Now it's like, okay, how can I make these plays? So it's like, I wouldn't even just say, it was a struggle. It's just this big night and day thing. It's like, nah, everybody has made an adjustment. And I think everybody was able to see me do it from, and I've been open about it. So, I mean, I don't think it was just, oh, it just took so so much to get here. And looking back, it's like, nah, all it was was working and adjusting. That's all it was. Can you be honest with Matt Eberflus in that exit interview? Because some people would say, oh, it's a sign that he's definitely coming back next year because he's conducting the exit interviews. Or if you had a problem with him, you wouldn't be able to say it because he's in the room. Like, what, what's that dynamic like? What's the dynamic in the exit interview? Yeah, like, are you able to provide... You talked about preparation a little bit, so I suppose that would be one thing. Like, that's feedback. But could you, can you provide negative feedback when your coach is, is in the room? Can I provide? Like, are you saying am I able to, or like, yeah, am I? Like, no, no, no I'm not saying it? if you did or not. Like, is, is the relationship and the environment fostered in these sort of things where, like, I don't know, are they? Are they? Some people want the appearance of feedback, and some people want honest, hard truths in feedback. And I'm kind of curious what the what the dynamic in that room is like. 
Um, honestly, I feel like it just comes down to it all comes down to professionalism, man. It's a way to do things, it's a way not to do things. And at the end of the day, our the business that we're in, player, coach, coach, player, GM, all of it is about criticism. Everything that you do gets criticized. Good, bad, ugly, hurt, not hurt, rookie, not rookie, vet. It doesn't matter. Whatever you put out there, whatever you do is all being criticized. So it's like going into the exit interview, if he asks how I feel, I can genuinely go in there and say exactly how I feel. You asked me. I didn't just come in here knocking on your door, bringing this to you. You asked me, hey, what do you think I can do or we can do to be a better football team? What do you, What did you like? What didn't you like? You're asking and opening that door. It's no longer, I feel like, for me to think, okay, how is he going to take it? No, you asked me the question. So I'm going to answer your question. So, I mean, for for guys, there are guys that go in there like, hey, Coach, like, I didn't appreciate when you did X, Y, Z, or, hey, coach, I didn't like when you did X, Y, Z. Those conversations I had, but I think it just comes down to, I feel like, professionalism, there's a way to do it. You just don't get in there and start MFing coaches and doing all that. That's not a way to do it. But yeah. at the end of the day, we're both grown men, so it's like the same way he could teach me, hey, Jen, I don't like how you're not running, not saying him, but, hey, I don't like how you're doing this, I don't like how you're doing that, then I can go, in a sense, go back to him, whether it's exit interview or just on a Tuesday night, hey, coach, I don't really like how we're not doing X, Y, Z in practice. Or I don't really like how you had got on me right here. I kind of felt a little disrespected, da, da, da. That, that's two men having conversations, having a grown man conversation. So I don't, I, I can't just say, I don't know if he really welcomes it or doesn't. I would hope that he does, considering how many different players he asked for their feedback. So, I mean, I think that it's, it's definitely up to the the player I feel like to go in there and to truly say how he feels. And I think sometimes too, there's always there's everything just doesn't need to be addressed as well. So I mean I feel like there's there's really just a way to do it, a way to have it or a way to execute it and to just go about it. But I think it's a pretty open, open conversation, open room. It's uh it's the power of positive confrontation, right? Of like clear intentional communication. You've spoken yeah. about this in lots of different ways all through the year. You're, you're, you're like our guy Danny Parkins a lot more than you think, Jalen. It's like, you know, you, you're comfortable with the discomfort. I enjoy a good confrontation, Right, of just sure. ha- having a good conversation. <laughs> like, it, it's healthy. Get it out there, man. Uh, you know, so it, it makes all the sense in the world. Can you do that with Ryan Poles? Have you ever done that with Ryan Poles when talking about contracts or futures or anything like that? I wonder if he's open to it the same way that, that you are. No, I've definitely, I've definitely went into, we, we, we've had some conversations that I feel like were some things that maybe he didn't, expect to hear or maybe want to hear but i mean it's definitely an open door conversation i feel like at the end of the day we go in and again if we create that environment to have an open conversation then hey we're going to have an open conversation so i mean i I feel like as far as i mean it wasn't nothing on the contract side that's that's business i'm not going to go up knocking on a man's door tomorrow i don't like how you did a man is business so i mean there's not going to be i'm not going to like everything that he does he's not going to like everything that i do maybe we want things to be done differently as far as business, but I mean, as far as the team and getting things done and how things are going as far as like with the team or whatever the situation may be outside of contracts, we definitely had open conversation. You said no exit interview with Ryan Poles because you're not exiting. So is that an indication? How do you feel about your future? What do you think is going to happen here? He's he's in the exit interview with with Flutes. So, I mean, it's it's both of them sitting there and we have, it's it's pretty much like a three-way conversation. He asked some questions, Flutes will ask some questions. And we go from there. So 
you said you're not, you're not going to let go. This it has been a wild ride, man. Like you, you requested a trade this year. You know what I mean? There, there's been a million things that have happened. What do you think is going to happen this off season? I think we get a deal done. You think I we, expect a deal done? Let's say that. You expect to get a deal done? Yeah. Okay. Because I know you're. I'm sure you're. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but most players in your position would be hoping to avoid the franchise tag. So you expect and hope to get a deal done. Is that fair? I mean, I'm not going to say hope, but, I mean, I expect to get a deal done. Okay. Yeah. All right. That I mean, I think Bears fans would be very, very excited uh, to hear that. Do you have any, like, are you guys talking, a timeline, anything like that? Bears fans no. love you, Jalen. Your teammates keep saying pay the man. I mean, there was a sign outside of Hallis Hall saying pay Jalen. Yeah, Demarcus Walker said it yesterday after the game, flat we're, out need to pay you. We're very, you know, People are very anxious to when this deal is going to be done. I'm sure not as anxious as you, but people want to know. Yeah, I mean, man, it, it's gonna get done, man. We ain't we ain't start. We barely finished the season yesterday, so I mean, just letting everything calm down. I mean, sure. I mean, we still got Pro Bowl, Super Bowl. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot going on still. That I feel like there's some time maybe to go by, but I mean, at the end of the day, we'll 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 be in context, and I think some things will be done. Um, hopefully, quicker rather than later. Um, and then we'll go from there. But I mean, I definitely appreciate the the love, the support, and all in all of that together to I think that's also helped me to be at peace I think it's a hard situation or would be a hard situation if you're in the opposite like oh well, he ain't really that that big of a deal and it's like damn okay are they really gonna get rid get rid of me or what are they gonna do it's like being in the position that I'm in I think it's been nothing but but love like I've been saying this whole year I mean God has blessed me to be able to have the season I'm having so the combination of my work on the field the love from the fans the support staff i mean just everybody every time i walk to the building it's always so much love especially after getting the pro bowl everybody's been coming up to me showing love showing that support so it's all been feeling good and i'm definitely like i said i'm confident and expect to get it to get a deal done in chicago justin fields has been classy professional um awesome in post game week after week and yesterday said, if this is my last rodeo with y'all, you know, thank you and thank the media for making his life harder than it needed to be, he said, making his job harder than it needed to be, but also thanking the fans. What What's the feeling in the room? You guys think Justin is your quarterback next year? I mean, honestly, it's, I couldn't even say we think. I think I, we honestly haven't really talked about it, or I haven't talked about it with anybody too much. I think just, I think for us, the expectation really is for him to come back. I mean, it's, we haven't thought or talked about him not being a quarterback right now. I mean, again, I feel like everybody has their own opinions on it, but I don't, I don't think Justin's a problem. But at the end of the day, everybody everybody has their own job description, and to make that decision is above my pay grade. So, I mean, honestly, I just I hope he's back. I hope we can continue to build with what we have. We just continue to get better and and win games. I think he deserves to to be the guy that we win games with. So, I mean, definitely don't – I don't expect – and anticipate him leaving but it definitely is a real and uh vibe uh situation for him to be gone two more quick things with you jalen uh people want to know about kevin warren's role in all of this like is he in the exit interviews do you have a relationship with him what what can you tell bears fans about the new president because they don't know him that much yet <sighs> no he's not involved in exit interviews i don't i mean i feel like the exit interviews i think is all talking ball um, and I think, not even I think, his being the president, I don't think has anything to do with the football side of things. I think it's more so just operations, getting the right people, 
getting the right people in and giving the team the right opportunities. I know talking to him about like the stadium, like, um, just even the potential of having getting a new stadium and, and when he was in Minnesota and how he put Minnesota's stadium and did all the different things that he did with that. I know just kind of just helping, I feel like helping the team um, above just the football side, but even, even I only, I'm going to share this with you guys, but I ended up learning. I don't know if it's him or who, who did it, but whenever we score a touchdown, we get the fireworks that go up and they were saying like every time it sets in, it in a sense is somewhat of like a home field advantage because of what happens after the fireworks and all that. So just little things that give you like home field advantage or different things that help, um, that help your team. I feel like get the advantage. I mean, even like with the like airplanes and certain things like that, I mean, people don't know what type of planes we fly, but I feel like even having conversations like that and being able to talk to him and him just make things easier for us to give us the advantage and make us more comfortable. I feel like those are all the, things he brings in together. I mean, even like bringing in like, um, so like preseason little Dirk had came and that was something that people had talked to him about. He reached out and he kind of, in a sense, made that, made that happen as far as him coming to the game. And then some of us went to the concert that, that weekend as well. So just little things like that, I think just bringing all of Chicago off like from the fans, the players, just the organization, just really making it run, run better. Um, and just giving us championship environments. That is a great answer. Thank you. And then you mentioned it and Flus mentioned it in like in terms of the exit interviews, like anything's on the table, including the cafeteria. Yeah. Is, the, is the cafeteria okay? Do we need an upgrade? Is is the food good? I I don't I want to be sure you guys are eating right. I mean, I think it, it really depends. Everybody has a different different like taste buds, I feel like. So <laughs> I mean, at times and to like like the quality of food, the type of food, like you can I mean, not saying that this has happened or hasn't happened, but Uh-oh, it's here like we go. you can <laughs> you can <laughs> you can put out okay, yeah, we have a chicken farm, but we go in there and we look at it, and it's like eh, I don't know if that really looks like some good chicken farm. <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> players aren't interested in the food, so now it's like okay, when are the players eating? Because are they eat if they're not eating before practice now because of the food? Now it's like we're going into practice on an empty stomach or whatever, and then of course that doesn't help performance. And even after if we're not eating until we go home, which is two, three hours after practice. And it's like, if you didn't eat before, you didn't eat after. It's like, so you ate breakfast, if you ate breakfast. And it's like, so when are you eating? And it's like, that's just not good for your overall health if you're not if you're not interested in the food. And it's not always, I, honestly, I don't think it's about the food being good or not good. I think it's more so about having options and different people to eat different things. I mean, there's always like vegan options and things because if we didn't have vegan options, those are that are vegan. I'm going to have to bring their own food. So it's like, even that's been an improvement of, I mean, I know ever since Justin came in, I, when he was vegan, we never had vegan food before. So it's like just having the flexibility to open things up or to bring different things, have different options, I think definitely, definitely helps. So you can keep, you can always have better food or food can always be, be better. And I think that's why it's a big thing. Cause I mean, it sounds funny on the cafeteria, cafeteria, but it's not like, we're just working the desk job and we get up and okay, try to go get something to eat. It's like now nah, we need food and fuel to be able to go out there and keep maximizing our body. And I think that's what it's really about. It's not just the food or just like how it makes us feel, but it's like how can we maximize the guys' performance? How can we maximize how they feel? And I mean, honestly, eating is a part of hydration and fueling your body. So Hell yeah. it all goes 
all those together. Man, ask a ask a question with a slight jokey edge. Get a real answer from Jalen Johnson. You're high performance athletes. Of course it matters. Of course it matters. It's it's the best, man. The, the way you've answered questions all year long, really thinking about it and trying to give us your your best and honest thoughts is uh, is very much appreciated. And count this whole show. Hoping you get paid, and and then come on in here uh, during the uh, the off season. Let let's hang out after you get paid, and we'll we'll throw you a party in the studio here, sir. What what that look like? Oh, oh it'll be it'll be the best party you've ever been to. Uh, how about, I got an idea. Thirty three and big balloons. Yeah, we got balloons. We'll have steak uh, to the cafeteria. The food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get better food than yep. they got at the cafeteria at House Hall. Yeah. Hey, man, the suite at the Bulls game. You know, we got we got we got stuff. We got we got stuff we can entice what you, you. What with. do you want at the party? We'll do what you, 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 you tell us. What do we need to do? Nah, I mean, it's up to you guys, man. You brought it up, so I just want to be able to walk in and just enjoy the hospitality. Right, can- it, it'll, be, it'll be great. We probably will bother you in the offseason. Seriously, man, you've been a tremendous friend of this show, and the audience and Bears fans love hearing you. Thank you so much for your candor. Enjoy your offseason, Jalen. You guys talk to you soon. All right, thank you. That is Jalen Johnson. This is Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. don't know if it was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald or a whole big thing there, but uh, he kind of got blown away. 312-6-0-3-1-2-5-4-0-0-6-7-0 is the contest line. You can go see uh, Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel at Soldier Man, if that was our swan song with Jalen, that was awesome. I hope it's not. I don't think it is. Listen, I mean, even if even if he was traded to the Steelers this offseason, he would call in and do one more interview. With Mike us. Tomlin wouldn't allow that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, we, we will talk to Jalen Johnson again. It wouldn't shock me if he even did make uh, just come, call in for fun once or twice. We do not season. care. Yeah, no, I wouldn't expect that you would. Um, what were you struck by uh, in, in, in that interview? There was the, like... Justin's not the problem. I, I think that that's, I mean, listen, I, I think that and the, uh, he expects to get a deal done, though you could say he said he expected to play against Green Bay. Like the contract stuff and the Justin stuff is what would get the most aggregation on the internet. But he took a long time about what he was willing to share on his feedback from the exit interview. And he settled on preparation and mentioned practicing if the team runs a bunch of jet sweeps be sure that we can practice against jet sweeps that's a that is like a that is a tangible thing that one of the best players on the team who's super smart is saying that they could improve their in-week football x's and o's preparation so that that at least registered is interesting to me i agree Uh, and good feedback and ryan poles says maddie berflus hears that feedback and responds well to it so We'll see if Ryan Poles is indeed, uh, excuse me, if Matt Eberflus is here. Ryan Poles will be here. Yeah. But, man, this is a crazy week. We're, we're expecting, what, a Wednesday press conference maybe? Wednesday or Thursday, Grody said, was the vibe out at Hallis Hall. Uh, you know, firings could happen at any point, so stay tuned. Set your news alerts, that sort of thing. Jim Harbaugh's busy tonight. Right, exactly. And there have only been a few firings, uh, so there will be more. So thank you to Jalen Johnson and Kurt Warner and Mark Grody. Thank you to Kevin Lafka and Connor O'Donnell and Paul Paps, the executive producer of the Dan Patrick show bears fan who called into the show today. We appreciate that. Shane Reardon, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill making us sound better than we are each and every day. We're off a little early for bulls basketball. So Alyssa, Chuck and bill 
We'll take you from here. From Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is The Score. Yeah. Really, really nice day today. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.